Hello. Hello. Is that Andrew Farris? Uh, Sorry. Hello? Is that Andrew Farris? It sure is. What's happening? G'day, Andrew, Mark and Caroline calling from Mix FM Sunshine Coast. How are you, buddy? Yeah, how are you, Mark and Caroline? Yeah, we're very well. Beautiful weather here. Have you got good weather in Tamworth? <clears throat> I'm not, yeah, I'm actually not at home up near Tamworth. I'm, I'm actually, uh, believe it or not, I'm in the Gold Coast. Um, I performed at the Groundwater Festival yesterday, and it was awesome. It was fantastic. Well, Loved it. Mate, uh, we are, we're very happy to chat to you, Andrew. Thank you very much for taking some time out, mate. Uh, I just uh, I love that you are still in music. You are still on the road. You are still loving music. What's it like? I mean, when you started touring with In Excess, what were you, early 20s, late teens? You're back on the road now. I'm, I'm, I imagine the ride is a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, well, sure. Um, I mean, I, you know, uh, I've never really been a, a beer drinker. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm more of a sort of connoisseur of beer. Like, I like to drink a beer occasionally more as a treat. Sure. Um, but I'm not really a heavy drinker anyway. I, I, but I just, I think it's more that we just, you know, I just try to live healthy, you know, and that helps me be me, you know. Um, but I think that's the era as well. I mean, the last 30, 40 years, you've seen magazines promoting one thing, and then 10 years later, they tell you, oh, no, 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 no. That's actually really good for you now. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. You, never, you never know what's right or wrong to do, do you? <laughs> right. So you you drive down the highway and see a billboard called Confusion. Yeah, you know. yeah exactly. Yeah, but um, no, like, you know, pr- pretty much the ride is great. You know, it's just like we're lucky. I'm just lucky. To, you know, you're right. It's just great to be out. And I'm performing my music, my new country music, in a really sort of different genre, a different group of people than what I was touring uh, in the touring years of my early part of my life. It's just a really different sort of industry now uh, in, in one sense. i tell you what's interesting, though, with all the, you know, the, the, the technological advances that have been made, it's still interesting to me that the live performance is still important. In fact, it's even more important. Yeah, you know? yeah that's right. It's still the thing that counts the most, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's right. You know, you can... I mean, on the one hand, it's it's uh, it's an incredible phenomena that you could have you know young people sitting in in their bedrooms you know getting Grammys for for making records and things, but it's an entirely different subject matter to walking on stage and performing music in live, you know, and, and completely live, you know, yeah. without track running behind you or anything. It's, they're two different worlds. Hey, you so know? now you started out. In excess came together because. You and Michael Hutchins were friends. That was that was the starting point of In Excess. Am I right in saying that? Yeah. I'll, look, I'll try to condense this. That's that's true. Uh, actually, I met Michael. Uh, we'd both come from different uh, high schools. We were the first year through a Davidson High School in Sydney. We were the first year through ever. All the other kids, yeah, right. uh, including Michael uh, and I. And right. he'd come from a he'd come from one school, and I come from another. And we were sort of like unwanted in another school called Kalani Heights High School. They didn't want us there at all. The, uh-huh. the government was embarrassed because they hadn't finished building our school because back then because of building strikes, yeah. you know, with you know, construction. Back then, I'm talking, this is about 1970s, you know? Yeah. And there was problem. there was gas, like petrol strikes and building strikes. Yes, and yes. That. And so they didn't finish building our school. So that's where I met Michael was that we were at some other high school. And so we sort of formed a, a friendship 
because us little kids had to hang together because there were much bigger kids roaming around, you know. <laughs> um, and that, right? And so there was that. And plus also um, within In Excess, there's also my brother Tim and Kirk and Gary went to a different high school again um, called Forest High School. And then my younger brother, John uh, Farris, and he eventually came to the same high school as Michael and I. So that's how kind of we all met each other. Um, But it really didn't form into a band that quickly. Uh, What it was originally was Michael Hutchins, myself, Andrew Farris, and Gary Beers, the bass player in excess, actually had a band before the Farris brothers had a band. And then we used to, you know, we started getting like little gigs and some important gigs. We actually got a, a party show at Channel Nine, you know, and we were pretty young, we were teenagers. And at that point, I think my older brother Tim got a bit jealous, and he suggested, "Why don't we have this sort of jam? Can you bring that singer guy along?" He says, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, okay." Um, and I think so. You know, he very cleverly, you know, got us into this thing, and then he, because Tim was also, you know, always a sort of a really clever in that way he was thinking more a good driver. in a management way yeah oh yeah but you know but he but then so that the three Farris brothers and Michael Hutchins and Kirk and Gary became what we became and and it was sort of fairly organic if I can put use that word I know it's sort of a bit strange word to use but yeah, yeah. the thing I think is interesting you created your own sound because you wouldn't really call it pop you wouldn't call it rock what would you call in excess's sound Okay, <clears throat> I'll try to make this brief as well. That's a really good point. Um, let me try this on you. You've got to understand in the years when we formed, which was the first show we played, was August 16th, 1977. You might have had the beginnings of punk music by then. Okay? Wait, so wait, wait, like wait, wait. Is that the day Elvis died? August 16th, 1977? That's right. But what I'm saying, what I'm trying to explain is you had punk music, you know, and literally the death of rock and roll with Elvis. You had, you, had, um, you know... All this heavy kind of music was coming through, a lot of attitude, you know, like, um, you know, sort of, you know, lots of attitude. And some great sort of indie bands had come through, like Talking Heads and Blondie and other acts that were coming through during that period of time. Well, before that, you know, when we were, you got to understand this is the 1970s, we'd had other influences as a band. We liked disco music, we liked funk music, we liked blues, we liked, you know, incorporating some of that rock stuff not necessarily punk music, into what the Farris Brothers were. When we then came back from Western Australia to Sydney, there was this very aggressive scene. And it was sort of almost like, if you can imagine a, a sort of, a, you know, you've got a blender and you put ACDC, Midnight Oil, The Angels, and you blend them all in together. It was kind of this very aggressive sort of eighths kind of sound, you know. Cultures were a bit different, but there was this very aggressive sort of thing. And <clears throat> we weren't necessarily you know, entirely aggressive as a bunch of people. We like lots of different genres of music. And so it was actually a relief to us, to be honest, by the time we became in excess and started to go overseas. People overseas didn't care so much about all that, especially in America. If you want to play funk music or disco or do some other genre of music, that's up to you, you know, because it was outside of the Australian pub scene. They didn't care. They're in America, you know. And so that's when we we began to realise we could be whatever we wanted to be. So what we started to do was to go back in time, around about 1983, 84. That's why we recorded songs like Original Sin with Nile Rodgers, you know, because they were funk and rock. And then the same with What You Need. And those songs 
they kept being hits for us and we realized we were onto something which was combining rock music with funk music and and yeah. not just whatever the you know whatever australia was supposed to tell be telling us we had to be yeah. we could be whatever we wanted to be it was such a crazy time andrew because i remember in 1987 buying tickets to your uh, entertainment uh, sorry sydney entertainment center concert and it was just before, just as kick was released and you guys hadn't sort of quite exploded in America. So I bought those tickets months before the concert, did the whole sleep outside the Gosford Leagues Club thing to get them. And then you was guys... raining? Probably. You, you guys were, uh, went to the States, became just huge, Mega. huge. And then by the time you got back, you were, it was almost like you had a completely different audience. Like I was just after me an excess ticket because I like <laughs> listen like thieves. You guys come back and like Michael Hutchins was this sex god. You know, he took his shirt off at the concert. The girls went wild. It was like incredible energy. It was, was it day and night as far as success goes from where you were sitting? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it was, look, there was a lot more to it than just the kick period. Like the, the period before that, We'd already had top 40 hits in the United States. Like, for example, when we first went to the U.S. in, in 83, we were shocked because MTV had our videos all over the United States and Canada. And so people knew immediately who we were as a band, which was incredibly uh, uh, you know, lucky for us. And that's why Bruce Springsteen covered Don't Change when he came out to tour in Australia, because he liked that song, which was from Shabu Shabar. And then the next album around, with On the Swing, you know, so it wasn't just the kick era. It was happening before that. But you've got to understand as well, it's a different era now. Like with social media and, and people, you know, everyone wants to be associated with corporate products. You know, they, they want association, obviously, because there's financial returns for it and all of that. But back then it wasn't cool. And, and so we were very careful what we aligned ourselves with or, or did or didn't do. But the kick thing was not entirely an accident because we'd been leading up to it and we were never a media darling uh, i can remember you know the english you know music press in particular uh used to say about us they're, they're crap and they're australian <laughs> thanks guys <laughs> neither is a compliment no no um, exactly um, by, by the way one of, one of the best uh, things i've ever seen in my life is michael franti from spearhead doing a version of don't change at Woodford Folk Festival. I was so excited. It was a bit silly. But, Andrew Farris, you are coming to town this Saturday. You've got a brand new song, You Are My Rock. I don't know if you've heard this, Caroline. Mate, I'm loving this. I, I, I was playing it on Spotify across the weekend because I knew we were chatting to you today. I love it. It's. I know it's supposed to be rock. What, what do you call it? What, what genre are you throwing yourself in? Yeah, well, what I'm doing now, a good question, really. I like to call it sort of country rock, and it's also, I'm, I'm playing folk music, which is something In Excess didn't do, really. Um, you know, so that's, I'm just experimenting. I've always done that my whole career, but I really am in the country music genre. And uh, someone else asked me yesterday, well, mate, you know, are you here for two songs and then you're shooting through? And I said, no, I'm not, actually. I've got chickens on my farm and I'm not one of them. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll stick around. I'll stick around. If people enjoy what I do and, and they buy it and they support me, 
and, and they get into it, I'll keep doing it. Right, that's so simple. You're, but, you're committed to right? country, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And I like, the, I like the group of people that are involved in it. And I live out in the bush too. I've owned a block of dirt out there for 30 years. Um, I'm almost a local out where I live. And, well, I go into town, they all know me anyway. But the, yeah. the point is, is that I live and work out in a place, and I do, I get my hands dirty and I wash them again. But I live out in a place where, where people work outdoors, they're fresh air people. And, um, you know, I love our beautiful coastlines in Australia and our suburbs and cities. But, you know, I like living inland. Don't ask me why, I just like it. Yeah. And, um, but it gives, that's part of my connection to country too because I live out in the country. Exactly. You know? Well, you're going to be playing some country at the Mullaney RSL this Saturday night in Mullaney. Uh, tickets are still available and it's just going to be exciting to have you here. Yeah, well, that's right. We've... Um, we, we're, we're playing a couple other shows in Queensland too, me and Andrew Swift together. Uh, so it's the Andrew brothers, if you like, uh, Andrew Swift and Andrew Farris. And, and I've known Swifty for a while now. Actually, I just met his dad. Uh, and they, 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 that family build caravans and, and things like that. And um, I appreciate that. Guy did a welding course not that long ago, actually. But, but the main thing is I just <laughs> I just wanted to, to do something to get out to regional areas and a bit like I would have done in the early years of Phoenix S with the Farris Brothers, you know. I just enjoy playing. To, it doesn't matter to me the size of the audience. I just enjoy playing music to people who want to have a listen. That's oh, all. Well, mate, we yeah. are loving it. We are absolutely loving it. Very excited to see you here. I just want to compliment myself for keeping my 15-year-old self calm that I'm talking to Andrew Farris <laughs> no, from no, in excess of managed so to weird, keep it sentence together, so keep it together. Weird. I didn't have to put any paper on the floor, so uh, <laughs> thank you very much, mate. It's going to be a great gig. We're looking forward to it. No, I really appreciate it, and thank you for rolling out that red carpet for me to walk down so we could talk to each other. <laughs> Andrew Ferris, right, thanks well, for your time, buddy. Thank we you. appreciate it. Bye. See you guys. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye.